Welcome everyone to episode 4, part 3 of Cry Havoc. Back again with Brittany who, you know what? I, pff, screw the lawyers, screw the legality of all of this. I am just going to speak my mind and say to hell with it all. She is the bestest and I love her more for sure. I don't, this is like one of the few times that she's not actually in here while I'm recording so I can say this without any kickback or pushback whatsoever but she is the best and the cutest and I love her more so without further ado uh everybody come out to Joe's Underground 9 p.m. Thursday nights and enjoy this episode now imagine you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. <laughs> Asking such deep questions. All right, here we go. Episode four, part three. Back, back again with Brittany, the beautiful, the Aww. gorgeous, the bestest. Look, we have discovered this, and it is now on record. Cue my last part episode that you are the bestest and the cutest. Um, once again, on the record, I can only, I am required legally on the record to once again agree with you. But <laughs> if anybody wants some off the record information, just like. I don't know, hit up the Facebook group or something, and I can tell you who is really the bestest off the record, but that's, that's not for the podcast. Okay. But the podcast, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> legally obligated now, so, um, yeah, so you, uh, pushed me to make you every fourth episode, <laughs> and I decided since you haven't interjected yourself too much in any other forms of my comedy, then I, I, I'll let you have this one. Oh, is that, what, <laughs> that, is that what that deciding factor was? I'll let you have this one. <laughs> well, that and you like my asshole, so. I mean, Yeah. Benefits are <laughs> definitely up there. <laughs> By the way, if anybody else wants to get on multiple episodes of the podcast, <laughs> oh, you gotta do. Just gotta know how to toss a little salad. Um, <laughs> one thing we were talking about it the other day, and I sort of stopped talking about it because I knew it was something that I did want to talk about on the podcast. Ooh. But it was the um, part that I had left out of the origin stories episode about my jobs that I've had. Yeah. And, um, I always, like, even during the episode, I kind of forgot the unofficial 
jobs that I've had, uh, which I did go back and mention one of them. But anyway, one was while I was working at Cheddar's, and uh, I had met this guy at Cheddar's, his name's Chase Woodhams. If you see him, shoot him in the face. Don't do that. I'm not... My lawyer says I can't say that. But <laughs> anyway, at least give him a good wallop for me. Uh, anyway, Chase had convinced me and another friend of ours, Josh, that okay, we should... Okay, there was a whole other person. Yeah, that we should go into business together and start a computer repair company. How old were you? 19. 18? 19? Okay. 18, okay. maybe? I Like I had said yesterday, or the day before, like, I hadn't even realized up until that point that repairing a computer or taking a computer apart or building a computer was even, like, possible by normal people's standards if I had to be, like, a super genius. So I thought this dude was, like, a super genius, because he had, he was taking apart and rebuilding computers all over the place. Come to find out now in my adult life, it's basically Legos, but, like... <laughs> you real good at Legos. The hard part comes when it's, like, actually installing software and shit on it. Um, yeah, you didn't which, like all that computer stuff. <laughs> no. I'm okay with hardware. Yeah. But, anyway, so he convinced us that we needed to do all this stuff to be able to get this business off the ground. We were going to get uh, these online certification courses to be able to learn how to do all this stuff properly and get certified so that we could be a what legitimate is, business. What is, like, the certification process? Don't even remember. It was okay. some online course that he was like, we should sign up for this. It was, like, $700 per course, and there were, like, three or four of them that we had to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Damn. And, so but the probably, thing was, it was going to be legit. for all three of us, and it was going to be... And this was back in, you know, what, like 10 years ago now? Mm -hmm. So, 2010, 2011? So you were still living at home and shit, too? Or no, no, I had moved okay. into that wild and crazy house. <laughs> yeah, that which, house. <laughs> at some point, I think probably the next Origin Stories episode will be about places I've lived. Which, who yeah. knows, by the time this comes out, that might be out already. Um... <laughs> Probably. Anyway, so I was living at that wild and crazy house that I moved out of. It was basically a trap house after I moved out of my parents' house. And um, a little homeschool Andrew went from religion to rebellion. <laughs> yeah, and then I got swindled by sinners. <laughs> um, actually, Chase went to church just to show you how much more of a bullshitter he was. He was went to. Um, it was like, uh, not Journey, but one of those like True that. North? No, it was the one that used to be next to Walmart on Bobby Jones. New Life. Ah, I, I think know it's what called you, New yep, Life. I know what yeah. yeah. It's one of those really like, oh, we accept everybody, bro, kind of churches. Mm -hmm. The It's okay, bro. Like, just come on down. We're just going to sing some praises about Jesus. And later on, we're going to go get some treasure from the Outer Banks. Um, <laughs> little, if you haven't seen Outer Banks on Netflix, that was a perfect impression of Best. every character on every the show. Every single character. But, 
But yeah, he said we needed to start this business and we needed to dump all this money into it. We needed to get an LLC and we needed to buy uniforms. Ooh, an LLC alone is like yeah. six, seven hundred dollars oh, yeah. for one business, one like registered yeah. like damn. So um So okay, at least you were like going legit about it. That's what we thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I contacted my grandparents to borrow some money from them. Sorry, Grandma and Grandpa, but <laughs> borrowed like two grand from them, put it towards what I thought was the certifications and the LLC, but Chase was the one actually purchasing the stuff. Oh my god. So I had to give the money to him first, obviously. Oh my god. And once again, naive, homeschooled. Doesn't know the fresh real out, world. <laughs> fresh out of the new cage. Ready to go, Andrew was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. of course. You're stupid. That makes so much sense. I can't buy things with my own money. I need you to buy them for <laughs> me. And um, so to the best of my knowledge, he did purchase the certification courses. I just never got the login or password for them, so was never able to use them. But that was a slow progression. Um so what we did spend money on was business cards. We spent money on uniforms, which were just to like a total outfit from Express that he was going to put the logo on. Because he was very much about the um, aesthetic. aesthetics. Okay. Yeah. He was a very uh, Steve Jobs type, and I don't mm. mean that in a good way. Steve Jobs was not a good person, nor was he the mastermind behind Apple. He no. knew marketing nope exactly. steve jobs knew how to make something look pretty and how to put it in a clean box that sells really fast mm -hmm. like steve wozniak on the other hand motherfucking genius but anyway we didn't have a was <laughs> there was no it was, was it was like was just, no was. <laughs> it was just steve jobs um which is not a good business model because you have to have something to sell. And turns exactly. out he wasn't so great at fixing computers. Because he would take forever on it. He would procrastinate all the time. And, like, I didn't know how to do this shit. I was there to learn. And provide funding, I guess. But, <laughs> anyway. So, we had put the uniforms and stuff from Express on a fucking... We got an Express credit card. And I think it was under Josh's name because Chase had to bleed everybody dry. It couldn't just be me. So, um, Bruh. racked up a shit ton of money on that, racked up a shit ton of money on other stuff. Josh, I think, used some of his other credit cards to pay for other various things. It was thousands of dollars that got poured into this, <gasps> quote, business. And, um... Bruh. I during this period so of time... Pissed. There were a few things that happened. Um, one of them was, uh, and this is just kind of petty, but at this point, um, I was on a date with this girl, and um, it was going what I thought was pretty well. Once again, I'm super naive and stupid, so it could have just been going terribly, and I totally fucked it up. But we were uh, getting coffee or whatever and just sitting outside. It was a nice day, talking shit. And um, 
she decided to ask me what's something weird that I'm into, like, sexually. And this is before <laughs> I had ever come out about, like, any of the feet shit or anything. And that at that point, feet was my weirdest fetish. Like, that I had unlocked. Okay? <laughs> I had unlocked. I hadn't, uh, haven't gotten, leveled up yet. <laughs> yeah, gotta get the loot box of other fetishes <laughs> later on. That's the premium DLC. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so after some coaxing from her, she eventually, I eventually admitted, like, oh yeah, I'm into feet, and she was like, oh, well, that's, that's not fucking that's weird. That's not fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, that's just yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh hell yeah. So anyway, we went back, uh, Chase calls me while I'm in the middle of this date. He says, we have an emergency business meeting we gotta do. And I'm like, uh, I'm on a date right now with this girl. He was like, who? And I told him who, and he was like, oh, I know her. Just bring her along with. We'll all just hang out together. Like, the meeting part will be really quick. And I'm like, okay, why not? All right. So we go over there, and apparently they have known each other very well. And, um... After the business meeting is over, it was oh, something great. basically not even relevant. Uh, I think I was giving her a ride. So we went, me and her went back to my house. And um, we were just sitting there watching TV in my bedroom and stuff. And, like, I offered to rub her feet. And she was like, isn't that like, like you touching, like, boobs or something to yeah. you? And I was like. Yep. Okay, so? Like, what do you care? You're getting a free foot massage out of this. Like, does it What matter? are you losing out I'm on? Not... Absolutely nothing? You're getting a fucking foot rub. It's like Bo Burnham said. And if he's got a thing for feet, say fuck it. Sweep me off them. Yes. Um, but anyway, absolutely nothing happened, and she ended up leaving pretty awkwardly after that and Aww. I came to find out later that Chase fucked her that night and I was like oh, oh that's cool cool friend thanks, move bro thanks bro yeah for real thanks boss man fuck that yeah fuck that anyway um so Things collapsed at the house that I was living at, and I had to find <laughs> as, somewhere to live. As it once very again well should have. This will be in the uh, <laughs> other origin stories episode. I'll go through all the details. Everything. But long story short, the house got raided by the fucking drug enforcement, whatever George's version of the DEA is. It's not. It wasn't the yeah. full on DEA. It was just Richmond County's DEA. Um, but anyway, they battering rammed every door in the house. Yeah. I was like, every that day, fucking one. I was Bye. like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> and, uh, literally I didn't really know where else to go because I wasn't going back to my parents' house. So <laughs> I went to live with Chase in his one bedroom apartment and I slept oh, on his living room God. floor on an air mattress for a little while. It wasn't too long. It was maybe a month. And then me, him, and Josh all got a, a three-bedroom apartment together. So we were all, this is months and months. We're all still, you know, oh like trying God. to get this business kicked off. Um, and, uh, like, eventually Chase 
starts getting real sketchy about like you know we're like bro we haven't made any money at this like mm-hmm. what are we doing we're just spending and spending and spending on all this marketing not making shit and not yep. making shit like every time we get a customer you either blow them off or like take three weeks to fix their fucking computer or there was a couple of times when he would say he was going to fix something take it all the way apart and i don't think i ever saw him put it back together again jeez anyway it's like the one person in my life that i've ever gotten to the point where i would fist fight him and i did i i mean it was not impressive but because we were yeah you're not a fighter gangly white boys and you're also very much not a fighter yeah josh very peaceful josh was able to break it up pretty quickly and effectively but anyway um so after we fought chase just straight leaves in the middle of the day while both of us are at work and uh takes all this shit and just leaves he was on the lease didn't give a fuck just left and uh luckily we had this other dude that was willing to move in with us like right away and you know filled the filled the gap filled that rent-sized hole in our hearts from when (laughs) chase left um rent-sized hole yeah and there went all of the um all of the money that we had invested invested Yeah, yeah let's call it that yeah so, huh. motherfucker still owes me, like, two grand. Andrew, you're never going to see any of the money that people owe you. If no. You, if you haven't seen it, like, yeah. No, <laughs> no I just, literally, just, yeah. I literally give up on it, because if I got worried about it, I would be driving myself crazy. hmm So, yeah, I just wanted to, just wanted to get that story out there. What are, <laughs> what, 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 what are, what are your opinions? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little naive Andrew. Oh my fucking god. I don't think there is a story that you have told me that I haven't been like, oh, that's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) That, oh, honey. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh, you poor little innocent child. Just. Have you, um, (laughs) do you watch How I Met Your Mother? I've seen maybe half. There's an episode where uh, they can't even remember this the name of this one girlfriend that Ted had, and they just call her Honey, because every time she said something, the immediate instinctual response would be, oh, oh honey. honey. Like, and uh, the character was actually played by Katy Perry. So okay. Hell yeah. <sighs> this is a big name on a small screen, sort yeah. of. Well, Hilary Duff is going to be the main character in How I Met Your Father, so... I saw that. I can't fucking wait for that. I love Hilary Duff. Love Hilary Duff. Yes. One of I my have... first, like, famous girl crushes ever. Like, ever, ever. That's my first famous crush ever. Was Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff. All the way. Hilary Donk. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Real nice. Lizzie McGuire got thick. (laughs) Do you think they'll ever bring back Lizzie McGuire? The thing they'll do of like adult, like Lizzie McGuire is a mom now. Maybe I could see I could see them doing that just because it's fucking 
you know, run people's names in fame, pretty much. Maybe it'd be like Lassie McGuire, her non-binary child, and then the whole show would just be following Lassie the whole time. (laughs) Does that sound too close to Lassie? Yes. Way too close and way too weird. Like, Lassie. drowning in a well! (laughs) Um... Yeah, I am reserved, excited about how I met your father because I, I it's cautionary because yeah. it's like uh, nobody does too good at old remakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not a thing. Very unless much. you're, I mean, and I guess they kind of are like rebooting the entire thing. Like it's not, it's going to be a whole new show. It's I don't think related to the original How I Met Your Mother at all. Okay, Just, so they're going clean slate with it. I hope. I hope and pray. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you try and bring back references... They're gonna flunk. They're gonna flunk gonna it. so hard. Yeah. Flunk it. Hell no. Don't um, even. How I Met Your Mother had some of the best running gags throughout a series that I've ever seen. Like, they kept a joke going through, like, nine fucking seasons. And it was yeah. still spectacular the whole time. There was a slap bet that two of the characters made and one of the characters lost so the agreement was if you lose i get to slap you five times at my discretion at any point in time <laughs> like in a row and does it have to no, be in a row no it's one at a, i mean however five many total. at a time just five total at some point and then once you use the last slap that's it it restarts but it lasted for like nine seasons they kept up like this slap thing and they would like make a huge event out of every time there was going to be a slap yeah yeah. i love like nostalgia shows i consider that like part of my nostalgia shows those kind of like friends how i met your mother fucking seinfeld like those right up my alley right up my alley i love that style I watched Seinfeld a little bit. I've watched every single episode of Seinfeld. Really? Every single fucking episode. Because my papa has it all recorded. I did not think you were a Seinfeld person. Every Kramer is my favorite. So how would you how would you rate my uh, Seinfeld impression? Spot then? the fuck on. Spot the fuck on. No way. I don't, that wasn't right. That was, yeah, that was not. I can only do, what is the deal with Jerry Seinfeld impressions? <laughs> I, I can like... do a little bit of George Costanza. <laughs> that was all right. That was all right. I don't know what you're talking about, Jerry. Uh, some I feel big like business this time, Jerry. High-pitched more. Like, a little bit high. We're, we're in some... Uh, uh, we're in, deep, <laughs> we're in deep shit, Jerry. All right, now uh, you're going a little bit more Rick and Morty. It's a little Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, by the way, congratulations to Justin Roiland on being able to do all three of those voices. For fucking real, every single time I see an episode, I'm just like, dude, you're nailing it. Holy You know, fuck. Um, the person who voices Jessica... Um, also voices Rick's Garage AI, and, uh, I believe the car as well. 
So. Okay, um, she that's does, like, cool. a few different voices in the show. I, I'm gonna have to, like, listen to the girl, or listen to Jessica's voice again, because, like, I can remember the garage, and I can almost remember Jessica's voice, but not quite, so yeah. I'm gonna have to compare it again. Um. Instead of in my head. Rick and Morty Easter egg for all you fellow foot fetishists out there. <laughs> the episode with the um, sentient gas cloud. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got the crystals inside he, of it or some shit or yeah. something. Yeah. When he first starts communicating with Rick and Morty, he explains how he can read minds. So instead of speaking vocally, and this is the quote, I communicate through what you call Jessica's feet. I mean, telepathy. I... And that little slip-up was him trying to read Morty's mind to, like, pick out the right <sighs> word. And that was what Morty was... <laughs> oh my god! Because I, I remember that, like, clear as day. And I, I caught it as just the nonchalant, like, yeah. You know, just throwing it together, fucking bullshit. Not, holy fuck, you're... <laughs> yeah. That is great. Yeah, is little Morty. Great. Feel for him. You know how <laughs> weird it was? <clears throat> or how, um... I don't know, like, how awkward it felt for so long. Knowing that I was in defeat and not like knowing what to do about it like if i could tell how long any... yeah like how long did you like go from like where you can legitimately remember being like okay this is the thing i'm into not like thinking back on it like not like oh eight years old is my blah blah right no like where was the point where you knew it was like your fetish like it was your fetish it was your thing it was, to when, let's say, like, the first time you were like, yeah, this is what I gotta do. Um, the first time that I... How, no, how was, long, it, yeah, how long right. was that? Well, it started, I knew for sure that it was, like, full-on, like, sexual fetish when it was just after the first time that I'd ever had sex. And... You, you had sex before you did feet stuff? Yes. Okay, okay. I, mean, I, I like, can get that, but yeah. I, yeah, you know, you I, yeah. Wanted, I wanted to get to the first, <laughs> I wanted to finish that race before I, like, started trying for another one. Um, Especially the awkward one. But, yeah, and even then, like, I didn't fully realize that that's what it was. Like, a lot of stuff makes more sense after I had realized mm -hmm. it, when and I think back, about, like you were yeah, talking thinking about. thinking about it. But the first time that I remember actually fully realizing it was the first time I had had sex and we were doing, like, missionary, obviously, because, you know, we're 15. Mm -hmm. It was both of our first times. And um, <clears throat> I do that, you know, like, where you, like, lean back up and I'm, like, on my knees and she's on her back and then, like... Her feet just so happened, she, like, picked them up and then set them on my chest. Both of her feet, on, like, soles of her feet right on my chest while we're doing it. I was like, I'm gonna blow. Yep. And boom goes the dynamite. And then, like, 
pondering on that afterwards. I was like, that felt really good with the soft, kind of cold feet. <laughs> They're very, uh... <laughs> and then, like, from that point, I was like, I gotta figure out how to get one in my mouth. <laughs> that didn't actually happen for a very long time because I damn all right. still was like just super shy about it. Did, mm. I thought it was super weird. I thought I was a freak. I thought which come to find out, you, you know, come to find out, yeah. I kind of am. But mm-hmm. that wasn't the reason why. Anyway, <laughs> big. <laughs> that is the least bit of your freakiness. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I, um, I think, like, that, that girl I just told you about, where I told her that I had a foot fetish, she was like, oh, well, that's not fucking weird. That Mm -hmm. was, like, a huge, like, door swinging open of, like, oh, so I could just, like, tell people? I could just, like, ask for what I want? That's weird. Um, never thought of that before. Uh, which I don't think I did with my next girlfriend after that. I don't think we really did that much. I don't think we did hardly any foot stuff. I probably, like, gave her frequent foot massages or something, and she probably fucking knew. Oh, this is just so sweet. (laughs) Um, but anyway, uh, I didn't really, like, fully embrace it until I was with my ex-wife. Who, like, it was before we were married that I did because, like, me and her had opened up to each other about a lot of different sexual kinks and stuff and found out we had some stuff in common. Um, and I found that probably, like, I don't know, this is just a weird, wild guess in the dark, but I'd say, like, 70 to 80% of women are okay with you doing things to their feet they may not like yeah it's not a big deal girls that super enjoy it is i don't know what would you say like 25 30 percent of the population 30 is a good number i'd say like that actually like but i think most of that's attributed to the fact that it's getting their partner off like because i i don't want to speak for all women but my experience like as women if your partner's getting off, I feel like oh, I kind of feel like that's for anybody, any yeah. any gender, sexuality, or anything. If your partner's getting off too, like that extenuates the pleasure aspect of whatever they're into because you know, yeah, it's fucking making things work better again. <laughs> but um, but I, I guess the a good number. The um. It kind of makes a lot more sense in hindsight, all of it does, anyway. But I've realized, I know I tell you all the time, like, I've realized, like, my sensations with my feet now are yeah. fucking insane. Like, <laughs> fucking insane. Like, I can almost... <laughs> it's like when the monks in Avatar shave their heads. <laughs> yeah. Their yeah. Yeah. Feel. I could literally, yeah, you're feel like the sensation. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, that is a very accurate description as to the level of sensitivity my feet has encompassed. Feel through walls. <laughs> um, is this the stud? Yep. Right here. Right yeah. there. Yep. 
But once I, like, fully embraced it, like, I guess it just kind of got carried away. So much so to the point where, like, at the end of my marriage, she accused me of loving her feet more than her, which... In hindsight, might have been true. Definitely true. Definitely (laughs) true. You were like, oh, this is the only person that's going to be okay with all of this, and everything is fine. Yeah, No, no. No, no, Andrew. You are so blinded by your dick senses. Feet. Yes. Like the song, Feet, number one. Feet. Feet. Um... So, have you ever, have you had any experiences along those lines of, like, something that you, like, hid even from yourself, kind of, or repressed about yourself, and then eventually realized that you just needed to embrace it and be yourself? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> general, but... Orgasms in general? <laughs> I do I didn't think I was going to have an orgasm until I was, like, fucking 30. P.S. Thank you for that. What? Yeah, that's right, guys. Got the blue fucking ribbon. (laughs) Shout out to all the fucking bum-ass exes that think they're hot shit. No! (laughs) Just so all you guys know, (laughs) if you dated Brittany and she told you she squirted, it was pee. It was definitely pee. (laughs) (laughs) I pissed on a lot of dudes. (laughs) make you feel better just oh. a little bit <laughs> so not only am i the only one to make you come but i'm also the only one you haven't peed on i have peed on you plenty i know i'm just saying like you know while we're doing it <laughs> i know anyway i hope the all of our I parents told you, listen if anyone to this. has recommendations waterproof sheets that don't feel like shit Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, me and my ex had a fucking blanket like that. It was like a velvet top, Ooh, and then it was like, like completely sealed. Whatever. Yeah, it was like a fucking $80 blanket. It was like <gasps> a full size, like full um, mattress, full mattress size. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, completely waterproof or whatever and then the top of it like i said it was like velvet feeling so like yeah that part would soak stuff up but it was waterproof on the bottom so nothing ever got through um how would you clean it is it just the outside just in the washing machine oh fuck yeah nice um and then yes uh, yes it has to be machine washable right i will not have anything that i have to fucking hand wash i feel that same way about dishes fuck all the dishes that i have to hand wash it's the same way with a flashlight i hate it no it's the same way with a flashlight. That's why I use a toothbrush for all my fucking sex toys. I want to get in all the fucking crevices. Yep. I want to clean this bitch. I know where it's been. It's been getting real wet, real dirty, so. <laughs> but anyways, uh, when we were getting divorced, she offered me to take it, and I didn't because I thought I would never did find anybody not else. I did. I thought I would never find anybody else that was into pee, so. Okay, well. Your prop. Oh, okay, I know those people exist. Cannot claim to be one. Yeah, but well, like, okay. I, I was no very. On you, but... you think I'm depressed now? I was going through that. I was like, nothing mm-hmm. is ever gonna work out. I'm done. This is the end of my life, and I'm never gonna find anybody else who loves me ever again. So, 
Oh. Yeah, that Aww. was that was how I felt at the time. So I was yep. like, "Fuck it, keep the goddamn blanket." Like, just give me the TV and the computer. <laughs> and I took the strap on. I didn't even ask. But it had been in my asshole. Like, come on. At that point, I own it. Is yeah. it the purple one? It's the purple. One. It's the purple one. <laughs> yeah. Um. The OG. That's the OG. Which, like. If anyone out there is looking into getting into pegging, and you're looking for a strap-on, go for something a little more soft and pliable. Yeah. Not something so hard, especially not pointy. Super fucking pointy I mean, and rigid. Mm-mm. There's, like, especially some of the cheaper stuff. It's like, it, they just shape it weird. And it's like, that that's not what feels good. Doesn't feel good. Yep. Nope. Ah. <clears throat> uh. But yeah, so we we've been getting into some deep shit about me. Mm. I wanted to wanted to flip the table. What what? Uh, <sighs> Let's see. What's something what about is... yourself that you kept? That what what what's your light that you hid under a bushel? Um, being into women or like you know, fucking anyone. I consider myself pansexual. I didn't know I was pansexual. Like I didn't even know like pansexual was a thing until like my late fucking twenties. Like I'm talking oh, like twenty five. I think the term was only coined recently. Probably. Pansexual. It's been around for a years, long ass maybe? time. Yeah, ten ten years or so. Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, that's a long time in you know figuring out your sexuality terms or whatever. I don't fucking know. I guess, um, but. If you don't hear the word, you're never going to know. Yeah, then you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to So, like, that was something that I definitely, like, hid because I know, I know I was madly in love with a lot of my best friends, like, a lot of them. Um, And it was usually my primary best friend at whatever point. And that's kind of when I realized, like, those kind of relationships I was attracted to as well because it was the people that I was, like, oh, no, I'm just really into whoever's cool as fuck and reciprocates that. And I've kind of been that way for a while, except for the fact that, you know, I don't give a fuck about myself most of the time. So I tend to, you know, just let everyone leech everything out. Mm. Um, Until I absolutely go insane. But luckily, you know, I don't do that anymore. So what was it that made you uh, realize you wanted to be out in the open about it? When one of my friends who, to this day, I still consider her a little sister. Um, her name's Kitty. I won't say her real name or anything. I'll just call her Kitty. Because um, that's what she went by. She ended up dating one of my best friends that I was super in love with and that's when, like, we had already made out and stuff, and, like, actually, yeah, I think it was when I made out with one of my best friends in high school, like, really actually made out, because I had kissed girls and stuff, and it didn't, you know, it didn't fucking do shit, but then I made out with, like, my best friend, and I thought it was the best fucking thing ever, and I knew it wasn't because she was a good kisser, like, yes, she was a good kisser, but... I had a completely different sensation, completely different feeling. I was just like, oh, this is, like, the same, but it's just the same. All right. 
What a super original story. It is. It really is. Like, when you go no, back to... No, I mean to... that because, like, every, like, almost <clears throat> every single woman that I have ever met or talked to about this topic has had almost exactly the same story. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, yeah, me and my best friend were making out, and then I realized, oh, shit, I like girls, yep. too. Like, yep. and it's really shocking to me or just like not shocking but interesting to me like intriguing to me that almost every single like I swear to god 99.99999% of women that I know are also gay or bisexual like definitely bisexual sometimes also gay but or pan, whichever, whatever, you know, also into women. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because women are more attractive than men. I think a lot of it is that, yes, women are typically, you know, more attractive physically and stuff. And, you know, we care more, I think, about, you know, because of society. Thanks. Not to bullshit. be sexist, but women but are great. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> we literally run the world. We keep producing the humans. So, well, like... <laughs> You don't run the world, you make the world. So, let's be honest here. Okay, well, if we're going to power (laughs) dynamic terms, if we were to sterilize all the women, you guys would be fucked. (laughs) Everybody would be fucked. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone would be fucked. Um, But no, like, I think it's... It's... I don't know, because it's true. Women are definitely, like, okay, sexuality terms, women's are ovens, you know, it, there's a lot more that happens with each thing that is going on, or, like, um, like, usually, like, sex ed says women are spaghetti, men are waffles, because men can carp, carp, men, compartmentalize? Yes, compartmentalize, how do you say Compart- it? <laughs> come, 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 part. <laughs> Mental eyes. Compartmental. Come. Compartmentalize. There you go. Yeah, there we go. In the little boxes. So, like, each thing can stay separate without leaching into the other thing unless you overload it with fucking syrup and it leaks into everything else. Women, on the other hand, are fucking spaghetti. You throw the sauce in there, the sauce is a separate thing, but it's in with everything else. All the veggies, separate thing. In with everything else. There fucking was noodles. a fucking with everything marriage else. counselor that my parents used to listen to all the time. He was like motivational speaker type marriage counseling mm-hmm. where he would get up on a stage and present like basically his I do want to take that back though real quick before I forget. Yeah. I don't fully believe that it's men and women. I think it's masculine energy and feminine energy because I've seen it be in... Um, like I mean, cisgendered males and stuff brains. like that. Yeah, it's just the masculine and feminine <clears throat> energy. But that's how I see it. Like, if you have more masculine energy, you can, or like your body exhibits more masculine features or I think mental body chemistry I or literally think, anything like that. I think that that distinction that you're trying to draw here isn't even masculine or feminine. I think it's logic versus emotion yes yes i think it's yeah um yeah spock versus 
Kirk. Typically, when, like, you're reading or you're studying from that perspective of, um, comparing, like, that with the attributes of masculine and feminine energy. I don't see how it relates. How is I don't having think a it, compartmentalized I don't think mind make you more masculine? Th- that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't think it's like you said. It's not that. It's the logic and emotion. But typically, masculine energy is more logic based or like I found would not in... say so. Look at not. I don't know every war in I history. I suck at explaining things. You know this. This is why I speak in metaphors majority of the fucking time because that's how I can make sense of things. I know, but and I know waffle I'm and just, spaghetti. There you go. That's not masculine. Spaghetti. It's not feminine. It's not just logic, and it's not just emotional. It's I know everything. And obviously, everybody has a mix of both. Yes. I just like. Yes. I mean, and the whole spaghetti waffle thing obviously came from some fucking elementary or middle school teacher in a public school in Evans, Georgia. So, like... Uh, Columbia Middle School, thank you very much. (laughs) Columbia County, right? Yes. Which is basically Evans, through and through. So, what I'm saying is, is that I think that's an entirely flawed way of looking at it because also like i was about to say it came from there was this fuck before ted talks were a thing my parents would buy dvds from whoever their favorite christian motivational speaker was or whatever marriage mm, counseling like a life coach yeah person uh-huh. yeah Motiv- all that yep. stupid shit i know exactly what you're talking about um, i've been to several of those like huge who was the big guy that uh he used to travel he came to augusta a zig ziglar maybe no, I never saw him. I really want to say it was Billy Graham. Billy Graham, the guy who talks to dead people? Isn't he the no. medium that, like, does it live on TV, but he's, like, being fed information through a microphone in his ear? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of the completely wrong maybe name. Maybe I'm wrong about Billy Graham. Maybe that's not There's Billy some Christian motivational preacher, speaker, dude, or whatever. I'm pretty sure his name's Billy something or something Graham or something mm-hmm. like that. Something along those lines my mom would know. Um, but I've seen so many of his like, he, like we're packing out fucking arenas of just, you know, holy rollers. My dad was big on Zig Ziglar <clears throat> and R.C. Sproul. Ooh. But anyway, this was a completely other guy who was doing something. Well, it might have been the one of them as well. I'm sure all these dumbass Christian motivational speakers use the same fucking four lines to explain everything about life. I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very smart. They're just manipulative, crabby people. Oh, I think they're dumb because they can't see the entire universe around them spinning faster than they could possibly oh, imagine. And I mean, instead they decide to focus on the focus one thing on that one they care thing, about, which is, which is selfishness. other people's money. Selfishness. It's just yeah. selfishness for the majority. Yes. They're just uh, trying to cash in on but people's But, you know, that's with everything. There's always bad apples with everything. It's just that the vast majority in the fact that, you know everyone that shouldn't be populating the earth is populating the earth and perpetuating all the things that aren't that grand for the united front of the human race for the world of you know i don't know preserving our life and yep. the environment that will sustain said life 
We're real bad at that. <laughs> well, anyway, one of these preachy Jesus motherfuckers was one of the same, spitting the same thing. He didn't call it spaghetti and waffles, but he said, Men have, they have these boxes. They're like a garage full of boxes. And you just go and you have each one of your mental things in its own box. And you go over here to this box and you just open up and that's my relationship. And you close that box and you put it back and you go over here. And this is the box with my lawnmower knowledge in it. And then women, it's like you just threw the whole room into a hurricane. Like... That's, yeah, that's just talking about the emotions versus logic, because right, exactly. logic is the carpent... Except it's... Compartmentalization. Except, the thing is, <laughs> is if you make it seem like men are the ones with the logic and the It's a power ability, move! It's a power it's move! It's a power move! They're trying, he's trying to, because... Literally, the Bible is all about like the man needs to be in yep. charge. He's the king of the household. Mm -hmm. The king of the household. I'm the king because I got the big old penis. And it's like, I'm pretty sure every 90s sitcom has proved you wrong. Yep. <laughs> um, big facts. But anyway. <coughs> I definitely believe that anybody, regardless of gender, could be scatterbrained or compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. It's just... Dependent on what the fuck you've been through, what your brain yep. distinguishes your brain as works. survival That's versus... That's just part of yep. being neurodivergent, which a Everyone phrase... Is. Uh, yeah. Everyone is. It's not a... There is no, like, you've strayed from the normal. No. Society's giving you construct me. bullshit. That's all it is. There's a reason all of us want to be normal, and it's because it's unattainable. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants what they can't have. Everybody <laughs> wants what there they can't have. There is no such thing have. as perfection. That's why when you strive for it, you go insane. Same thing when... Nikki just forgets it. <laughs> you should talk a little louder. Your lines are I know. Small. I'm... <laughs> Corey mentioned this to me the other day and he's totally right like when I uh, this is one of my survival things you know let's get on that train why the fuck not you start mumbling I start mumbling yeah I start mumbling when it's either like something I don't know a but lot see, about and I don't know how to express like the things that I do know about something like talking about just topic wise or if, um, Corey said he realized it when it's, he, when I think I'm not being listened to, or I'm not being, like, heard, I guess, mm -hmm. in a way. Like, I just kind of slur everything together, talk real quiet, and just like, alright, fine. Okay, well, <laughs> as your boyfriend, I totally understand, and I don't blame you whatsoever. As a podcast host who has yet to buy... Nice microphones. <laughs> Speak I would, back up. <laughs> I would really appreciate it if you would talk, because the parts that you've been mumbling on are like some of my favorite things that you've said on here, and I look at the the audio thing, and it's like, bitty, bitty. Okay, I hope they're loud <laughs> enough. I, I, I sure got my fingers are. crossed. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure and they are. I have really good projection. I'm pretty if good If you're not projection. listening to this with over-the-ear headphones... <laughs> 
while not doing anything else, then I don't know why you're even here. Because this is a <laughs> podcast that needs your full attention. Every single time. I'm Every single second. Just fucking with everyone. I hope you didn't stop listening because of that. If you had, it's too late. But anyway. So you get quiet as a defensive mechanism. Yes. To uh, overanalyze in my brain because the over over analysis is happening in my brain. Yeah. But making the words work. <laughs> well, see, that's why I like this because it kind of it um, helps peel it all away. Yeah, it keeps you like not necessarily like on your toes, but like if you just keep talking, eventually you're going to say what you mean to say. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea what I was just about to say just then. <laughs> But somehow, words kept spilling out of my goddamn mouth just like they are now. And it's a never-ending cycle. I do that a lot with, um... I... I guess my pleasures of life. The things that, uh... You do what? You mumble them? No, I don't mumble (laughs) them. I, like, talk a lot about them, or I get overly excited. Like, that's my What's something you get overly excited about? Dogs. (laughs) What about dogs, possibly? I love dogs. (laughs) I've had this conversation so much with you already. I know. Because of your hatred for them. I just... Uh, cause they're a mirror, Andrew. It's cause they're a mirror and you're not good at looking at yourself. It's cause they're a mirror and I find them annoying, which means that I'm annoyed. <laughs> you are a little bit of a toddler, but I get it. I understand it. It's very manageable to my degree of management skills. <laughs> I ever tell you about the guy that I worked with that would like whimper like a puppy whenever stuff was not going right? Like it was definitely, I don't want to make fun of him because it was definitely some sort of mental issue. Yeah. But like it was just, it was literally. Is it because it reminds you of dogs? And then also yes. it's probably annoying because like I can yes. find like that, how that would be annoying yes. on a. Yeah, on an audio, Mm -hmm. like, level of, that's a high-pitched noise I don't need to be hearing, like, I would rather you You do that, you do that with your frog noise. Don't try to deny it. I'm not doing that to annoy people, You don't do it to annoy people, and he wasn't either. Yeah, I guess. I just... I know it, too. I feel it. Every time you make the frog noise, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell. I can immediately tell whether or not My it's a throat scratchy itching. throat or it's a fucking. It's tick always scratch. is. Yeah. Itchy throat. It's oh the, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like usually you keep doing it the, or the it'll ear be clicking a, thing though. That's a definite thing too. Yeah. You already got scar tissue. Which, There's no uh, saving that. <laughs> if. If anybody is in my family is listening to this, like, skip forward, like, 15 seconds. But I'm going to do it for the <laughs> microphone. That was my ear, by the way. I hope, I hope you can hear that pretty well. Uh, I'm going to try the other one. 
Alright, now we have both of them on there. That one looks like it was less uh, loud, so we'll see. Yeah, it didn't but reverberate. It's much. just a um it's just a little tick that mm -hmm. I got that I just I've been playing with my ears literally since I was born, so I just like it I just like doing mm -hmm. it. It's like a built in fidget spinner on my body. Like That's how other than my um, dick. Because apparently Bad. you do that in front of people and all of a sudden everybody gets a little <laughs> off-put, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why. It's a nice dick. You'd be slaying and it's banging okay, on the OnlyFans. <laughs> Every girl I've ever been with has complimented the fuck out of it while we were together and then insulted the shit out of it once we weren't. Oh, well that's so. how you know it's a good dick. <laughs> I figured, well I mean I thought but I don't know. I That and like, I don't know like I I've seen more dicks now <laughs> like not in porn and I was like okay, well I guess it's, I don't know. I, it's, I don't know. It's a dick. It's a dick. It works, I guess. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> Notice how it wasn't my crotch. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have, like, yeah, I definitely have ticks, but I've I've known it was OCD because like my mom's real OCD, mm -hmm. and I one hundred percent believe it's genetic because I can remember as like you said as a fucking kid doing it all my fucking life, all my life, and that's my like. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. Uh, playing with my feet. <laughs> oh. You don't say. <laughs> yes. Like, and, you're doing right now? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> with my toes. <laughs> Thought you were just trying to seduce me. I mean, at this point, it's probably a natural thing anyways. As well as, you know, I've done it all my life. I've always, like, hmm. I've always been flexible. So, every part of my body, I've pushed to see how fucking flexible it is. And my toes are some of the most flexible parts of my body. As well as, I'd probably say my back and my hamstrings are my top other two. My shoulders are kind of up there, but yeah, I know. I'm bragging about my body. I don't know <laughs> of any other non-yoga instructor people that know how much of each part of their body, like which parts of their body stretch better. So that's one <laughs> uh, reason why I like doing private lessons so much is being able to just focus on one body and be like, I know where to unlock absolutely everything because all I need to know is, any injuries, surgeries, and even if I didn't know, I can tell. 
I can tell where you're stiff, where you're holding tension, where you stored your fucking trauma by the way your face reacts to whatever fucking movement's happening with whatever muscles responding and yeah. yada 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 so on forth so forth. But can't believe this is the first time we plug your private practice on the show. <laughs> I am also bad at promoting myself, Andrew. We yeah. both do very good Teach at making sure each other. Private lessons from the like most, um, like body intuitive person that I know. That's one of the first things that I noticed about you when we started dating was like your ability to assess not just your own body but other people's and like the your. Obviously, the use of your hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be fair, he does mean sexually and all of the magic. Above. Yeah, everything. D, all of the above. They're magical. <laughs> talking about. This is like, why I want to do massage. So I've already or... decided this is something that I haven't brought up to you. So welcome, podcast Uh-oh. guest. You're getting a fresh, Uh-oh. a fresh peek into real our real things. Um, but I think the next step for me, I know, like, dog grooming would be an easy thing to just do, and, or, I don't want to say that, like, I know it's not a fucking easy thing, I know what I'm getting into when I say, like, I want to apprentice under someone as, like, I'm probably gonna go to the pet petco route for sure, because I need benefits, I need fucking benefits, I need a real, like, real life job at some point, um, just to deal with my health issues. That's it. Like, that's literally it. That's it. Fuck you, America. Fuck your healthcare system. And slave labor. Um, anyways. <laughs> but, massage therapy is something that I've almost, so, I want to do it, and it's always been on my list of, like, next big, big thing. So, yeah. yoga was a big, big thing. Massage therapy is going to be another big big thing like yeah big big thing and not only because it ties into what i already know but it's a whole new aspect of it so it's going full like i've i've read you know i have bookshelf upon bookshelf of nothing but yoga books and like spiritual aspects of herbology and shit for you know recovery for your mind and your fucking body like at the same time which is, you know, yoga ties into that. Meditation ties into that. Everything in between. Um, but massage therapy is inner working it. I feel like almost, <laughs> as cliche as it sounds, hands-on level. And yoga, I feel like I don't have to get hands-on with people. I can see that through them. I can see that. I see what pace they're going at like what if I need to slow down a lesson if I need to add more progression for them if they're progressing at a different rate than you know I previously expected of course I need to adjust and everything I am very like you said I'm very intuitive about those kind of things in other people's body and mine so bringing that into a physical hands-on I can feel the tension and make the physical connection which is another reason why like the feet stuff 
why it jolts nerves with me, like why it makes me nervous, why it puts me in like a, it's, it's one of my discomfort spots because my feet I've always been at war with. Like I've been at war with my feet because they are the, what I consider the imperfection of my body. They are the imperfection of my body in my eyes. And it blows my mind at the leaps and bounds of what I can, <laughs> what I can do with them now. Um, and what they allow me to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm speaking purely from a yoga aspect and yeah. everything in between. But obviously, and sexually, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, so I was thinking, cause I really have always wanted to learn more in depthly about it. The more, more of the hands-on anatomy and how to, I, this is just the best explanation I have for it, for the words I can find is how to unlock people's tension. Like, the tension that they can't unlock themselves. Like, they mm -hmm. physically can't unlock themselves, which is another reason why I've always been interested in, like, physical therapy, too. I will say I don't want to go back to traditional college, and I probably never will, unless it's for something along the lines of what I'm already doing that will propel that, or something simple like business. I want to, you know, eventually own my own cafe yoga studio thing and you know, my whole fucking career plan and shit. Yeah. Um, but I want it to be, you know, Cirque Arts for bridging that gap of you can literally do everything. We're going to have yoga. We're going to have silks. We're going to have pole. Like, we're going to have everything that needs to be accessible for someone to go, I need some kind of avenue. It's just going to be a gym. Like, a gymnasium has everything literally everything and massage therapy is a really good recovery method and yeah. one thing that's always tuned into me being of service to other people is helping them just recover themselves where they need to recover themselves and i feel like a very good conduit for that that's why yoga and massage therapy and like creative art shit and you know all that stuff just meshes so well and I almost have like precursors to it already so I'm not starting at a fresh brand new thing like this is something yeah. I already know a lot about this is something I'm like super I confident said, about there's most body intuitive person that I know of that I've ever met before you just know things how did you, when did you realize that? Like what? Oh, what very you... soon. It was like one of the first nights that we had slept in the same bed together. Like. That I, was before we started dating. Yeah. Because we were platonically cuddling. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You were real freaked out about Lord that. Lord bless Every single fucking time. Lol, Andrew was just shaking in his boots. Yeah. <laughs> I Lord. felt that shit. He didn't have to say shit. I was like, yeah, he a little spooner. <laughs> 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 like, I could be a professional cuddler, no problem. 
no fucking problem. I know how to hold space for people. Yes, very much so. Um, but anyway, like, I don't know. The, you were, like, definitely rubbing me down a little bit. Give me <laughs> a little massage or something. And, like, you just knew all the parts that, like, were tense and whatnot. So like, out. you talk about unlocking people's tension. What is the big thing that you were going to tell me? I want to do the massage stuff. I want to... You've told me that. I want, yeah, but I want to get... I want to get for real about it. Okay. Like, I've never wanted to, like, to, like... get Going to Thailand for three months? Okay, yes, that is one part, but I have to have... I have to have accreditation before I can go to Thailand. So you was finna just go before. Yeah, because I didn't know. I didn't know, like, none of it would fucking count or anything. And, uh, yeah, I would have been fucking devastated. Because I'm talking, you know, that's a big money trip. Because Thailand plane tickets, last time I looked them up, to be fair, it was, uh, before COVID was serious, serious. COVID had happened, but it wasn't serious, serious. I don't remember Probably cheap as fuck now. They're probably cheap as fuck now, but of course, like I said, I have to have accreditation. Exactly. Like, trust me, I would probably go just because, you know, I am able to. I have a good immune system. I take very good care of my body. I, you know, I'm very dead set on because it's fucking true. It's factual. Do the science part. Do your own fucking research. But whatever you put on your body, in your body, and ingest like everything even just your environment your air what the fuck literally everything to do with your interactions affects your well-being yeah so it's literally i got i got enough reasons that i can be confident of traveling still which is you know why i'm so fucking excited about austin texas you can't wait always known like my whole thing is like molecules right like mm-hmm. everything is made of fucking molecules right everything's a part of everything so everything's right and everything that you are eating drinking breathing whatever you know like however you were just saying you know coming in contact with your skin sometimes you'll absorb things but it's all composing the molecules that are currently under control by your brain mm-hmm. and that's why you can if- just hijack your fucking brain and it does insane phenomenal things to your body and you know your mind in turn for that which I love I love that stuff and I feel like the reason why people seek out physical things that drive that out like drive that awareness out yeah is why uh, they consider themselves excelling in it or like you know that it quote-unquote works for them is because they can see that more they can recognize that more and it's more feasible for them to realize that if that i feel like that makes sense that encompasses yeah that encompasses what i was trying to get there you keep saying that you're not making sense but you make a lot of sense (laughs) i i also doubt myself a lot (laughs) that is true don't we all Mm mm-hmm Thing. That's another thing that a lot of people do that some people seem to think that not a lot of people do. There are some things that, like, people will be, like, posting on Facebook about how, like, 
terrible it is to have this ailment. And it's like, that's everybody. Everybody has to deal with that, right? Like, I don't know. I can't think of an example right now. But, God, I wish I could. Because there's some stuff that it's just like, everybody has to deal with that on a daily basis. And you're complaining about it on Facebook. Like, I don't know. Most of the time, my Facebook is just fine. It's memes. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, all your Facebook is, is memes. <laughs> yeah. Memes. Memes and-, and mattress ads with feet in them now. Yep. <laughs> and it's, it's mattress ads. I don't... Because what else are you going to put feet on besides, like, shoes? Like, sandals uh, and I don't shit. know. Um, beer ads that feature a beach. Uh, like any anything that could be advertised for a beach you could throw like you could just have it in front of a fucking bluetooth speaker having sitting next to a woman's feet on the beach so what you're saying is all your sponsorships (laughs) yes yeah you're gonna have foot ads i got you baby got you oh yeah (laughs) i'll make it happen captain (laughs) <laughs> and that's that is calling out Captain Crunch right now. <laughs> Oops. Oops. All piggies. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a bunch of toes. I gotta do that in Photoshop. Oops, all toes. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's not phonetically yeah. pleasing. Oops, also. It's still not. No. It's the one, you needed the other syllable and the S on the end. Which is why Piggy's was... Yeah, Piggy, yeah, but I still think it's... Nobody says that. Doesn't touch it. Nobody says that. Of course nobody says that. Except for, like, witches in Hansel and Gretel. Like... (laughs) Oops, all you children are little piggies. I'll get you little piggies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but even then, it's not even referring to toes. I guess the only time that toes are referred to as piggies is when it's, like, a baby. And you're doing the, this little piggy went to market. This little piggy had roast beef. And this little piggy had none. I used to swap it. And I would say roast pork. And then I would say, (laughs) this little piggy was some. And this little piggy went, wee, wee, wee. Did you do this to your younger siblings, Andrew? Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I can't we ain't say having anything. no vegans I'm... in this house. <laughs> I've only had one sibling ever besides my cousin that I can consider a sibling practically. I had a stepsister for like maybe three years. Ooh. Or not stepsister, um, fucking foster sister. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, not stepsister. My dad got the got the snip snip because my mom, like, you know, right. almost fucking died. Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> saying your mom was married to somebody else shit. for like three years, and I was no, like, what? No. How have I not heard of this? No, they were divorced for yeah. a couple years though. 
Right. And that I was thought some you were fucking about, bullshit. Fuck yeah. that shit. I hated every single goddamn day. Fuck those two Christmases. Fuck that. No. Mm-mm. No. Put my parents back together. My dad was just fucking up. That's all that was. That's literally all my parents' divorce was. My mom was like, I'm fucking done dealing with you. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, go. <laughs> Sometimes, you just gotta... Sometimes you need a fucking break so the other person can handle their own shit once they see all the shit that they're gonna lose. That's a wake-up call. <laughs> yeah. If you really don't want to lose it, you'll work hard for it. That's how I knew. That's the one piece of the divorce that did give me hope was that I didn't feel like I lost. Was like losing I mean, like, I felt like, yeah, it did feel it like, just oh, shit, part. I'm losing, like, basically my whole identity. But it was also an opportunity to... Find your find real my identity. real identity, right. Yeah, and I was like, well, I guess this isn't that big of a loss. But, I mean, it was very few and far between times that I felt like that. That was not often. It was way more often that I felt, <clears throat> while we're calling out percentages in this episode, it was about <laughs> 98% of the time that I would feel like I had lost... Everything, Everything in my entire life was over. And then 2% of the time. You're a very emotional person. You get yeah. emotionally invested. You don't say. Hardcore. <laughs> you I don't do the say. same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, We have so many things in common. Yay, trauma survivors. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody in the world... You're a goddamn trauma survivor. Are there people that aren't? There's yeah, the surely there's some people that are not trauma survivors, right? Yeah, they're either dead or still in it. That's <laughs> that's literally <laughs> it. They're either still living it or so everybody. I guess like. I don't know, because, like, my first thought goes to, like, oh, so you mean all, even, like, all the most evil people, but, like, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Of course all the most evil people were traumatized. But, yep. like, what about... Uh, I liked the thing I heard on that one podcast I was listening to the other day, um, which one was it? Was it Duncan Trussell? I think it was a Duncan Trussell one. Probably. Um, I think it was, yeah, because it was when I was doing my yoga practice, because no one showed up mm -hmm. in my class, so I had the yes, whole studio was... to myself, and that's, like, one of my favorite times, is when I just have that whole studio to myself. Um, shout out to Space Yoga Studio, they are my fucking second home. Um, but yeah, I would, the guy was talking about, like, along the lines of the one guy that you say... Sam Kennison that says like you know it's not our fucking fault it's not we, it's it's typically never our fault it is still your responsibility to like you know deal with it and right. not keep it perpetuating because you do have that power you can keep it perpetuating or do something about it um 
and he said that we inherit the sins and the virtues of our parents. And I was like, holy shit. Yo, that is, that is so profound. <coughs> Delta! Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that, there was a lot of build up there. If we had video on this podcast, that would have been way more hilarious. Facts. And I didn't mean to interrupt, but I absolutely had to sneeze. I saw you, like, holding it, and then it didn't come, and then you did it again, and it didn't happen. I was like, yeah. it's gonna happen. Oh, fuck. But yes, we <laughs> inherit the vices and virtues of all of our favorite Panic! at the Disco albums. <laughs> um, it's just... Because that's all your parents can teach you. They can just teach yeah. you from their experience. And if their experience was also from a survival of what the fuck ever they went through, of course they're going to have sins. Of course they're going to have virtues. Of course they're going to have the vices. Like, yeah. So well, everything like, makes sense when you step away from it and you take that logical perspective. Because most of the time... The emotions are what strays you from seeing either, like, fully understanding because you can't see that basis of logic. We'll put that as a very generic thing. And I feel like that's, like, the... Well, not to, um distract from the deep philosophical mm -hmm. points we're making right now, but I do know that one of the vices that I have has been inherited. I know that, and not to, you know, not to out him or anything, but I do know that my dad also has a foot fetish. <laughs> and like, I get it, because he's a holy man and a pastor and he just wants to be like Jesus. But <laughs> I just thought I it was just going through my head right now, so I had to had to mention it. <laughs> I Figure. feel like your dad is a very closeted foot fetishist. Oh, I'm sure. 100% sure. And I think that's no why he way gives he's off making it this far in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're an hour and 20 minutes in. We've already said plenty of things for him to shut it off. Don't, and you know what? If you know him, don't tell him about this. <laughs> what are you doing? Who cares? <laughs> or you know what? Tell him. I haven't talked to that motherfucker in forever. Yeah, I'm about to say, be a great conversation to start things what off. What up, Dad? Thanks for the fetish. Be a great way to start off, just to kick back our relationship again. I'm sure things will go swimmingly after that. I'm sorry. I was just picturing that conversation, and it was going. <laughs> Oh, he would never bring it up. I'm oh, sure. never. No. He'd be in such denial. Why? Oh, yeah. no. Uh-uh. Oh, do 
talking about? Uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Dad. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if Matthew does. I feel like if you do and... Well, I know because I asked. Not him. Yeah, obviously. But. <laughs> obviously. And no, shit, not to reveal everything. But, <laughs> but it was also, there were a lot of signs. Uh, I had You fig- had inklings I had figured it out a long time ago, so let's not throw any blame around here. <laughs> I had figured it out a long ass time ago. You just needed confirmation. You and were I like, alright, alright. Yeah, one, yeah. Let me confirm this. <laughs> yep. Very easy. Guess. You're not, um, good at hiding it, Dad. <laughs> You're an embarrassment to the rest of us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We shouldn't be hiding it. Facts. Should be, uh, open. Accepting. Yeah, just be fucking open about it. Yes. If you can't be open about it, you can't truly accept it for exactly. yourself. Exactly. That's so. where we... St- this whole thing comes all the way back around. <laughs> Started. I like about circles. That shit. Yes, circles are good. <laughs> They're very <sighs> symmetrical. I like symmetry too, but I find the beauty in asymmetry as well. Very much so. Imperfections um, are what make you beautiful. Okay. Just because it's written on a wall. Is this another plug for space? Because you only get one. You get, no. I never said where the wall was, Andrew. You're the one who said that. So you did the plugging. Technically, you plugged your private business and space. So that's two. We're pushing it here, okay? We've got to leave room for the real sponsors. Oh, okay. Which is? Cry Havoc. Brought to you by... Weird crystals. Do you feel funny? Are people's emotions clouding your own mind? Try weird crystals. Sign up now at I don't fucking know their crystals.com slash havoc. Use our promo code havoc for your first two crystals free. Okay. Now that we're back. Yes. I love it so much. <laughs> that was so perfect. It was so perfect. I know you didn't strive for perfection there, Andrew, but it, it was spot on. It was did not there. Strive for perfection. I used all my perfection up. So it's. It's gone now. Um. think how do you feel about the massage thing i think it's dope as fuck okay i think you should go for what You're makes you happy my test dummy. <laughs> i am 100 percent on board with that <laughs> like already I, on board. <laughs> i'm already on board the time that you were massaging me while i was on acid tripping dick um, 
was one of the most intense experiences of my entire life. And I would love to do that again. Well, um, are you talking about the, the forehead one? All of it. Oh, okay. The back was, when you were massaging my back, was way On more the ground? intense than yeah. when you were massaging my forehead. Because, the yeah, forehead was cool. I got a cool. lot The forehead lot was like a funhouse mirror. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Oh, this is Oh, yeah. By the way, if you're ever on acid, have somebody push on your forehead a little bit. Your third and, eye, specifically. Yeah. You just play with their third eye. Literally, Ooh. like, open and close eyelids and stretch it around. Yeah. Like, just... Like it's labia. Yep. Um, <laughs> like it's labia. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, your vision goes fucking wild. Which I have no idea. Like, your vision part of your brain is on the back, so I don't know. But anyway, acid. Um, so, she was doing that, and it was really fucking with the visual field, and everything was fucking cool looking and crazy and moving in and out and all this. And then um, there were times when I would, like, close my eyes, and they would get kind of intense and get, like, dark. very introspective or dark or, like... At one point, there was, like, a kaleidoscope of dicks flying around, and I don't know what that was fucking about. But, anyway, we lay down on the ground, or I laid down on the ground, and she was massaging my back. And that's, like, unlocking some, like, intense early childhood bullshit kind of stuff. Like, that's, like, going deep in there and just, like... Issues in the tissues! Yes. Yeah. So I totally believe in the massage thing as like a, like, my whole religion is basically LSD. So like, if you can manipulate that shit and show me an entirely different universe using this method of massage combined with my ritualistic, you know, tripping dick, <laughs> then like, let's fucking go. Right, you know? Um... Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with the whole massage thing. I, like, <sighs> Thailand's gonna be crazy. But Are you gonna go with me? I, probably. With me. Why wouldn't okay. I? What the fuck I am I doing know. here? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, stand up, but stand up will still be here when I get back. Yeah. And, like, it's one thing that I the love only about thing I'm worried about is, like, is the boys. I know. That's a long time. That is a very long They're time. They're my boys they're my sons i know i'm just saying you ready to up and go off to thailand it's not gonna be now it's definitely not gonna be now and i would never you know this i would never leave them in hands that i do not fully trust i know i would just miss them so much i know it's a very long oh don't do it andrew don't do it you make me cry have it. <laughs> we love our cats, guys. So yes. much. So much. They're our children. <laughs> oh, they're so sweet and they're precious. They're the cutest babies ever. Yes. Even though Jake I know we Jake started in. talking about who was the bestest, but I think we can agree. We it's, can both agree. It's, it's the, the kids. Boys. It's the boys. They the are the boys. bestest. In the whole wide world. Yes. Where did boys at? I don't know. 
I don't know either. I think they're under the chair. You good? I love this chair. You want to keep going? Yeah, don't mind. Just fucking get it. What do you want to get? Rats. What do you... Huh, what else were we talking about? Let's see if we can ride around the circle a little bit more. Um, TV shows. We talked about How I Met Your Mother. We talked yeah, about... Um, revealing our inner selves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, my other thing, polyamory. Polyamory uh, was a huge thing because I knew same fucking story. Like I knew I had multiple like I was able to receive different styles of love from different people and able to balance that from a very young age because I would have I considered myself a chameleon in high school because I knew just how to have the same experiences other people were having, but just with those people, like that group. Um, <clears throat> which is also why I like to get along with everyone, too, because it just goes along with the fucking chameleon aspect. Like, no matter what, I was able to meet people where they were at. So, I think the only way I can really describe an example of that would be like, the cliques in high school. Mm -hmm. Just the fucking, the cliques in high school. I was the super fucking colorful, but very dark scene kid. Okay. Uh, everything, but everything. This is. Hippie, everything, like. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting, because you like to talk about polyamory a lot. And yet, we are monogamous. <laughs> so, so I have it's very confusing <laughs> to a lot of people on it Facebook, is, I'm sure. It is very confusing to so many people, but it's such so it's explain, a choice. Monogamy is a line. choice for me. <clears throat> I think monogamy is also a choice for anybody that is in a monogamous relationship or has that boundary established in their style of chosen relationship. Like, polyamory to me isn't strictly based on the person I am having sex with, doing things with, or, like, nesting with. Like, that part, like, one person for me can't, this is gonna sound so bad. It already does. I, I know it does. I know it does, and I know exactly how you're going to take it, but I'm telling you right now, this is not what it, what you're going to interpret it as. Uh -huh. <laughs> All the people that understand will understand. You can't get absolutely, for me, for many polyamorous people, you can't get a lot of the things that you're lifestyle uh beliefs like you know the entirety of what encompasses your life fulfillment we'll, we'll just put that as a little caveat the life fulfillment thing so like for me polyamory i do not see it as strictly a 
the who I'm in a relationship with kind of thing. Because of the fact, like, I want the person... This is this is my polyamory. For me, this is my polyamory. Mm-hmm. I want the person that I am spending the vast majority of my time with to be someone I have the same lifestyle, career, nesting, like, sexuality, as far as openness and drive, um, freakiness, (laughs) like, freakiness, um, to be that same person. (sighs) But I have always encountered that I usually can't get all of those things with all the things I enjoy in life. There's going to be some, obviously there's going to be some differences in, because nobody's the fucking same. Nobody's the fucking same. If you're dating yourself, I feel like that is such a boring fucking relationship. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Ill, gross. Can't do it. That is so weird to me. It's just people that can date people that are carbon copies of themselves. Even though that's what you just described as your ideal... No! But that's... that's Like... Someone... God damn it. No! Not what I'm saying. (laughs) You're saying it takes a village. Yes. It takes a village. It takes a village to sustain... To fuck a Britney. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, that's Andrew. What me, and we're gonna just say 89% of everybody else thinks when you say polyamorous. Yeah. Yeah, of I'm course. I'm pretty sure. Everyone's like cookie cutter poly thing Oh, so is... we can have a threesome with a girl, right? <laughs> that's what... <laughs> that's what everybody... And a dude, like... Anybody? <laughs> um, but for me, it's I find the in connections like my polyamory is all of my relationships, all of my friends, my family. Everyone has different boundaries in my life, but the person that is my what I would consider main partner in life, which in monogamy you only have one, like that is. That is the the definition of monogamy is the one person. The mm-hmm. one person. The one partner. Like that is that. Polyamory is typically I've cause I've I've i I've been so many groups, so many fucking groups. Um and one of the big things is people that relate to the same thing is it's not the polyamory of having so many attachments to one person it's being able to have the vast majority with one but still being able to exist as the so separate thing the way have the other deep connections be able to mesh them in a way just so you know the way that you're describing polyamory is literally just healthy relationship boundaries yes (laughs) I'm not sure. I can't. I, I'm that's not my sure mom. that that's. I, I don't no. know what polyamory is exactly. <laughs> because it could very well just be that. 
Guys, if you're polyamorous, congratulations. Because you have officially just reached <laughs> regular healthy relationship standards where <laughs> you don't rely entirely on your partner for every single fucking thing in your entire life. See, but in monogamy, I don't feel like you should do that either. Like, that is not a healthy relationship. Having full no, dependency on one or the other person why is Why it shouldn't just, be considered a... Yeah. It's, it shouldn't be a thing. You, that should not be a relationship style. That I feel like that is so... Unless you're okay with that. If you are consenting to, like, the... one person being the money person and the other person being the house person, like, sure, I'm cool. Just... Whatever works for you, if that works with your fucking relationship, cool. But I'm just saying, like, monogamous is usually used as a word referring to sexual partners. Like, people that fuck each other, and it's just the two, and they don't go outside of that. Monogamy. One yeah. dick in polyamory a vagina. I don't know what means the... multiple, but a lot of polyamory, the boundaries are... We'll see in cuddling. Like the boundaries are cuddling. Like you can cuddle with people, you can have those deep, intense, like physical bonds with people, but you can't have sex. Or it could be the complete opposite. Yeah, you can fuck them, but don't get emotionally attached. Polyamory is different. Like for that's that's why it's so broad. Like it's so broad of a Okay, but you talk about it like an orientation. Almost, yeah. Because, like, that's what the standard, I guess, is. The stand, like I said, cookie cutter. Is it standard, a practice or is it an orientation? The standard cookie cutter polyamory, when people say I'm poly, <coughs> is open relationship style. I think style. if you say I'm poly, you should probably be in a polyamorous relationship. And if that means that just, like, you know, oh, well, I've got this person that I go grocery shopping with and this is my boyfriend and I've got this person that helps me fill out mailing cards for magazines or some I don't what's a thing but anyway like if you just like consider polyamory like okay, a bunch I guess of when like I take, having okay. a village of people around you that like to do the different things that you like to do so you're not entirely relying on your boyfriend that doesn't sound like like a big relationship. That just sounds like a regular person doing regular people things with normal relationship boundaries. Yeah. Like that's, that's what that's what that is. And when I when I take oh that kava is Ooh, that kava just settled in a little. Um anyways, back to Trying to get this out. One thing that I have realized is that it's majority of the time, like, reasons why people are polyamorous. Like, I still consider myself poly because I had never before had someone check a vast majority of the boxes where I was fulfilled in life. I was fulfilled by one relationship. 
It's never been that way for okay, me. Okay, but wasn't ever. what we were just talking but, about how unrealistic that is? To yeah, how unrealistic it is. Imagine that you could be completely fulfilled by one person checking every single one of your boxes. Yes, impossible. but then the confliction with that is, is like when you have someone that can check a multitude of boxes, Andrew, I'm looking at you because... Uh-huh. You saying that all of my multiple personalities are good enough (laughs) to satisfy the need for a polyamorous relationship? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have never needed to seek out. Don't use my BPD (laughs) like a sex toy, like an emotional sex, like an emotional (laughs) flashlight. Go with sex dildo, but yeah, flashlight works a lot better. Phonetically, it's perfect. Uh huh. Um, it's just a nice word. They really, they really, I cornered the market on <laughs> what to call a pocket pussy without using the word pussy. <laughs> You're like, well, it kind of looks like a, like a flashlight, and one dude's like, hey. What's up, bro? Just call it a flashlight. He's like eating chips. It <laughs> sounded like he was choking on a dick, from my impression. But <laughs> you know, um, it's hard to imitate eating chips. I just yeah. realized. Yeah, you didn't. Do mid too great of a. Mid you realize mid chip there. That mid chip, uh, <laughs> mid dick. Yeah. Um, mid shaft. Yep. So. I think that's my conflict with being able to describe it in the way I'm experiencing it for myself now. Because I've 100% clear as day consider myself polyamorous. Like, I still to this day, even in a monogamous relationship, because like I said, to me, monogamy is a choice. Like, I'm still making that choice because obviously you check all damn near all of my boxes like I know there's probably a few boxes I don't know that exist but they're <coughs> off they don't fucking matter right now so I'm sure there are some there. boxes that I don't check yeah like doesn't have ringworm <laughs> <laughs> can you find uh, off ringworm no <laughs> need to find another motherfucker for that <laughs> Yeah, okay. complete my Pokemon <laughs> collection. For having it so many times. Knocked on all the wood. Talk about <laughs> this checklist like a Pokedex. <laughs> I mean, for me, being fulfilled was... I, I can tell you my current list is sexually, like I said, having some kind of aspirations like aspirational passion there we go put it that way um being able to sustain that in the real world beyond the constructs of society like not making society the okay maybe you don't check that box making society the pressure point of of that uh well society sucks society does suck but just hijack your brain baby you be (laughs) aight <laughs> but yeah, 
All them boxes. Sexually, yeah, I'm a freak. I have a very high sex drive. Is definitely you keep repeating from that one, and it's making it's... me feel like I only got the one box checked off. So what? Which one? Sexually. Well, that's because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> that's why I repeat it all the time. I like sex. I'm very emotionally invested into my physical being. <laughs> and guess what sex does? Both. Yeah. Big time. I like adrenaline, and I like being all the way fucking in. And guess what sex is? You ain't got no fucking choice but to be all in. There ain't no way. Like, yeah, I do believe sure, there's, there's ways just you can... the tip. <laughs> Which, as we all know, never goes any further than that. Of course. It always never. stops at just the tip. Nobody has ever just lied about tip. that. Just the tip. Um, what else? Yeah, what other boxes do I check? (laughs) You hump the air like that? I'm supposed to not be focused on the sexual box? You're very attractive. Um, that's still in the sexual box. You're very close to your family, regardless of how you want to believe that. What? You consider it an important thing. It's one of your high values on your They would ever consider it an important thing. Yeah, but anyways, getting to my list. We've done, done, talked about all you, all you shit, and then are you over the, Andrew, stop it. Damn it! <laughs> he totally not like a dog, guys. Totally not. Totally not whatsoever. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, what else? Boxes. You're creative and you're very genuine. You have a lot of compassion. Compassion is one of my top things. Is you need to just fucking care about other people. Like if you don't fucking give a shit about anybody else and you're selfish as fuck. Fuck you. I don't want you in my space. Like, I don't need that shit in my life. Especially for someone who's going to be in my life. Boys! Speaking Um, of the babies. So what you're saying is, though, with polyamory, it's possible that you could just date a different person with each one of these qualities. Yeah. At the same time. And be fine. As long as, you know, the correct boundaries and communications and lines of that would be completely open for absolutely all parties. That is the thing about polyamory is all parties have to be on the same page. There's only one page and it's whatever fucking page you've established with your partners. That sounds way too complicated. It can be. If you have too many people or Someone makes it complicated, or you make it complicated. Somebody's going to make it complicated. Of course. All that, relationships that are happens. messy, and the more people you add, the more chances of <laughs> right. it yeah. the more chances of it being messy already goes up for, yeah, I would say. for a whole other person. I would exactly. say it goes up by a factor of two each time. Yeah. It's doubled. <sighs> unless, like, like I said, unless it's... If you're on the, there are circumstances where people. I'm sure have there's somebody like, out there. Yeah, there's that just tons. seems very rare. It is very rare. A vast majority of the polyamorous relationships I see today are um, primarily the 
I'm gonna call it the single polyamory. Like, I'll give a fuck and everybody else doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the do whatever you want, baby. That's the atypical. I ain't looking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm doing the same thing as you, sweet cheeks. Yes. Yeah. That sounded like it was outside. That was me scraping the wall. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Sorry if anybody heard that. Anyway. Right next to this window sometimes creeps me out, but this tapestry is so... Yeah. Ain't nobody coming up to that window unless they a ghost. no. Well, of course, but I believe in kind of shit like that. You know, it'd have to be something really bad if it was by the second story window. It's not going to be like just a robber or something. They'd probably just bust out the first floor window. Yeah. But if it was something supernatural. Second story for sure. Second story for sure. Yeah. Or if there's a 13 story. Yeah. One hundo on that bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of buildings don't actually have a 13th yeah. floor. No 13th floor. For no fucking reason. It's for that reason. It is for the stupid, like, superstition thing. I don't want to say stupid because I yeah. sometimes believe in that shit. Which, yeah. Cry That's Havoc. Power in the world. <laughs> podcast brought to you by Silver Bullets. Tired of that pesky werewolf climbing in your second story window? Try new Silver Bullets from Dollar Shave Club. Delivered to you once a month on a subscription that is easily affordable at just a dollar. You could actually sell the silver for more than the dollar that you paid to get the silver's worth to shoot the werewolves. And this month only, use promo code CRYHAVOC at checkout. For a free week of silver bullets. That is exactly one silver bullet. You really don't need that many every week. It's just a full moon that the wolf comes out, so monthly is fine. But we'll send you one each week if you really feel like it. Silver bullets. And we're back. So... This better become a thing. I hope you know this. <laughs> I it already has. Exactly. I've always yeah. wanted to do fun ads. Podcasts are perfect. Yeah. The perfect place. I just for need it. some gosh dang sponsors. Fucking yeah. quit cursing up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hit them up. Most of them, you just gotta message them. Yeah, probably. And be like, hey, what up? Let me get my code. What up? I got a hundred listens on this bitch. Yep. (laughs) We got more now. Yes, I'm almost at 200. Hey, there we go. Which, by the time this airs, probably more. For sure more. 250 by the time this airs. That's being generous. Unless I do some serious advertising. I found out just today um, that there are people on Fiverr that promo your podcast for you and just post it on a bunch of Facebook groups and shit. Nice. So I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. I don't know. Um, 
And it was like five bucks for him to promote the podcast for a day. So I don't know. That's I don't know anything about no promoting. idea. I have no clue about promoting. All I know is that you're better off doing it yourself all the time. Like pretty much all yeah, the time. Yeah, but I don't want to. So if I could pay somebody five dollars. Yeah, but for them just promoting it for a day and for five dollars and it being Fiverr, I don't think that's gonna like. I don't know. Do much. I don't know. I need I, the fans get your, get your to help me. Yeah, get your recommendations. Look up. If anybody that has any information on marketing, do it smart. Smart marketing. Rick, if you're listening to this, help me. Help. <laughs> I mean marketing. Um, because that's. That's one thing. Actually, that's originally what I thought I would go to college for was marketing. Marketing, I yes. see. Because like that. my parents drilled into my head that like I had to do something that would make money. I had to do something that was worthwhile, so I wasn't gonna get like a fucking art degree, Matthew, uh, or like you know an English degree or something like that. I had to get something that was gonna be worthwhile. So I was like, okay, business is worthwhile, and marketing seems like the most creative facet of business so it was like i could do marketing it also has stuff to do with like psychology and like how the human brain works and mm -hmm. stuff so probably go for that i made it through two core classes and it was like nope but bye college See ya. that's just because of college though mm -hmm. i think this is expensive expensive as fuck i uh, had a facebook memory pop up today uh, this was when I clearly remember posting this. I know exactly where I was and everything. It said, uh, something along the lines of, yeah, so to go to college, in case you were wondering, you either have to be dirt fucking poor, like dirt fucking poor in the fucking system and shit, or be filthy fucking rich because you're just going to go in debt. Yep. You're just gonna fucking go in debt. That's all college is. And I knew from that day on that, like, I could do all this. I could learn all this shit. I could learn all this shit on my own at a faster pace. Everything that I needed to know without all of the bullshit yeah. curriculum that is fucking required by your degree. Excuse me? I need to do more literature and I have to have a elective fucking bullshit when all I want to do is go to school for literally <clears throat> like all my vet tech stuff yeah uh, the only reason why I was going to college is because um one my job at the time was paying for it and that was or no they were paying for the online college that I went to um but before that I had hope scholarship or whatever and that's when I was like, no, if work's going to pay for it, like, I'll go online. Cool. That'll be fucking so much better. And no, man. Hell no. I could literally order any of these books anytime I wanted. You don't ever have to prove, like, oh, yeah, I'm in college to order fucking textbooks. No. They're just a lot of fucking money. And guess what's cheaper to do? Buy the textbooks and just read them for what you need to do. And as no, a vet tech... Also cheaper. Pirating them on the internet. Yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. If you're in that college, you need textbooks. Pirate that shit. Pirate them on the do internet. Do it. 
fucking do it. Don't give them any more of your money. Or rent them. Rent Renting them is, you know, if you can't do the pirating route, yeah. renting them is a very smart financial option. Um, but no, it's just a scam. You don't need the extra shit. You don't need any of that. And if you're doing that from K through 12, why the fuck do you need to do it again for the shit that you're paying for? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Fuck that shit. So that's when I was like, you know, all these trades that I can, because, you know, gig work is often considered trade work because it's specifically yeah. predominantly one thing or anything like that. But like yoga, it was hands on. I had a payment. No, the fir- my first yoga certification, I paid all up front. It was a couple grand. It was, eh, I think it was a little over two grand, but that was like, you know, the first big one, the first big, big 200 hour, like, you know, I'm going, I yeah. think it was like one weekend a month for like a year or something like that, or like every other weekend or something, you know, you got to log fucking hours for that shit. And then same thing with massage therapy, except it does have curriculum attached to it, like hardcore, like college style curriculum attached to it. Um and stuff like that but with like the vet tech stuff in the field with no degree the only two things that I couldn't do that was difference between me and someone else who was getting paid anywhere from five to twelve dollars more than me was the fact that I didn't have that piece of paper and the only two things I couldn't do were administering controlled substances like yeah. hardcore controlled substances that was only required by a vet, which is like propofol, or if the vet is present, you can as a tech if you hold a license in the state. Um, propofol for anesthesia and trach tubes, like ET tubes, like okay. actually placing the tubes. Yeah, you had to have that piece of paper with a vet present to be able to do those. Yeah, but that was literally the only thing by law what I couldn't do. And still, just because I didn't fucking waste all that goddamn money, I still knew everything that the people fucking with degrees and stuff mm-hmm. knew. I knew everything. Yeah. I don't fucking know it now. I have a very terrible fucking memory. All my memories are just leeching out of my ears at this point. Cause Same. Like you said the other day, which was rude. Getting old. A little bit. Getting up there. Because I'm getting up there. He has no room to talk. He's a year older. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting up there too. Shh, we're not getting old, Andrew. We are getting old. Hush. Older by the minute. Meaning of that word. Speaking of getting older by the minute, we're officially at a total time of two hours Woo! there we go just crossed the threshold all right <laughs> <laughs> i just broke the yeah. broke the threshold there yeah um and i am very tired yeah we never did the whole like actually decompress and chill what's besides this, this what's something you want to um close out on you're the guest hmm. we did your <laughs> Shavasa the first time. I don't remember how we ended the second I one. I don't remember how we ended the second <laughs> one either. It was probably just me Whatever. tripping. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, I think he <coughs> asked me something. And I... Is there something that you want to do for this one in particular? Did you want to just do the standard? Not standard, but the... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um... I don't want to do the standard, but I will, uh, you know, say a part of my, my speak from the pieces. Heart. Yeah, my pieces. Um, get, get up. <laughs> get, get up in there. Get up in there. I just want to say that uh, anybody that is listening, whether or not you feel like this added anything to your life, fingers crossed. It was exuberant and amazing, and you loved every bit of it. But if not, I hope it brought some joy into your life. It opened your mind a little bit, because I fully believe that the world needs more of that. And if I can be a part of that, if anybody else can be a part of expanding the human consciousness in any form, I believe that comes from... Being genuine and open and honest. So, just find that in your life. Tune into it just like you did to this episode. Yeah, but Got it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah. Like-